Hey y'all, welcome to and what? Y'all, I am so excited. I just can't hide it. How y'all doing? It's been a minute. It's been months. Let me stop playing. It's been months. Y'all, when I tell you I, dro I dropped I done dropped all of the balls, okay? Every single last one of the balls. And for that, I sincerely apologize. I don't know where I left off. I don't, but you know, we're in a new headspace. We're in a new a new spiritual headspace, emotional headspace. Y'all, I am really excited like i haven't been excited about a podcast y'all for so long and i am excited like y'all i've been making changes i've been progressing and stuff your girl started working out your girl messed up done lost five pounds y'all know how to act your girl reading her Bible, doing devotion. Shout out to the cuz for the devotional Bible for the birthday. Y'all, everything that I was not doing, I am now doing. I'm eating right, trying to trying to live, trying to live right. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm not all the way there. I'm not gonna say I'm all the way there, but I'm not literally where i used to be and that is that is who we listen from whenever month i stopped to now it's been quite what i like to call the the, the change i feel like i've stepped into my metamorphosis and you know there there's been 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 a lot of things um that's definitely revealed revealed some things about myself and there's been a lot of people that have showed me a lot about myself and I'm just grateful for it all I'm grateful for the valley Lord thank you for the valley it's easy to look at the valley now in hindsight and say thank you for it but you know I really am thankful for those valleys. You know, those valleys really, really show me God in a different way. Like his, his face just, 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 just was just unmasked and on another, on another level. Like it's just, I'm just grateful. I'm grateful for, for where I am. I'm grateful for what I've come out of I'm grateful for where I'm going and I'm not I'm not fully that person you know I'm not that fully developed person to step into um I think what God has for me what God wants for me but I really do I don't know y'all I just I just I just feel it I can't explain it I just there's just a sense of peace right now. Like, I just feel like I'm not overwhelmed. I'm not anxious about about anything. Like, there are a lot of changes that are going to be occurring in these next few weeks in my life and in regards to the people in my life. And it's it's just peace. Like, and you know, 
when the Bible says he gives peace that surpasses all understanding the peace he gives the world you know doesn't give that's true like his peace it's it's like a it's like a it's like a resting like you know all right have y'all ever had like a really 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 busy day like you've been on go since the moment you woke up and then that time when that day is finally over and you finally have the time to rest and it's just like I accomplished everything everything was done and it was done effectively and it was done exceptionally and now I can relax like that peace in in knowing that everything is taken care of already like that's the peace that we find in God like when we rest in him it's just like nothing nothing should worry nothing should make you anxious nothing should make you fearful nothing should make you doubt like when you just rest I don't know just rest on the Lord like he will give you that peace the Bible says to cast all of your cares all of them every single last one of them that job you won't cast it okay that man's you won't cast it okay or woman I don't whichever whichever cast it that friendship you won't cast it Cast your cares. Cast them all on the Lord, okay? Because why? Because he cares for you. He cares. Like, and that's, I think, where I am. I'm really getting to the point where I'm not, I don't think it's that I'm seeing God differently. It's that I'm understanding that he loves me. And not even that he loves me, but how much. Like, I know Jesus loves me. Like, we sing it. Yes, Jesus loves me. Like, for the Bible tells me so. Like, yeah, we know. But when you come to the realization of how much he loves you, that, I think, is what has shifted. I don't think it's even how I see things. I really think it's my mindset. Like, I don't know. Like, I've, 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 I don't look at... You know, the hurt and I don't look at the rejections and the the uh, the severings. I, I honestly, to be honest, like when I look at situations now, like especially particularly like the bad ones, when I look at the not good things, I really I really can't not see god in it like i just he's in it it really i don't care what it is like nothing shocks god like you could wake up and they go to your job and they're like oh um we letting you go and you just flabbergasted but god wasn't and there's a sense of peace in that like regardless of what I am going through regardless of what I am facing he already knew he provided the avenue for the way out he provided the provision for me to to get through the situation like he provided the people the encouragement 
in advance before I even saw the manifestation. Like, we're walking into the manifestation of something God already did. Like, he's he he's already done it he's already walked through it like he's he's gone before you like so he knows the steps that you're going to take he knows the things that are going to happen he knows like oh this is an obstacle they're gonna fall over all right well let me do this to do this to do this to do this so that they still come to me at the end of it yeah they're gonna be here for a minute and they're gonna struggle and they're gonna be bound here for just a little second second but all things even even that thing, I'm going to turn it around. I'm going to work it for my good because ultimately I will get the glory out of their lives. And there's just peace in that. Like there's literally nothing that I can go through. If it doesn't kill you, literally, if it does not kill you, then then it's not it's not over like have you ever been through something and it literally like yeah I've been through something and it literally felt like this is it like this is my life as I know it I will never know anything else I will just know this and I don't see a way out of this I don't see myself past this like when I think of myself in the future I see myself still in this and that's not the case like if you're still alive if you're still breathing there's something that the lord told me y'all the lord been talking to me a lot okay he's been talking to me a lot but one thing that he said to me that just floored me that just had me completely just i i, I just I just, I was just like, wow, God, like that is, that is just, that's just amazing. He told me, he said, every breath you take should serve as a reminder to you that all the weapons the enemy formed against you failed and you now have the victory. What? I said, God, you have to say it to me again, Lord, because that was good. I wasn't paying attention. He said. Every breath you take should serve as a reminder to you that all the weapons the enemy formed against you failed and you have the victory. You may be going through the toughest thing, the deepest valley, the darkest pit, the craziest storm you may be facing the biggest tallest mountain. You may be in front of your Goliath right now and you're wondering how am I going to get through, over, under, around it? And you just, just take a second. Just, just, just breathe. Because if, if you're still alive, then that's a testament that he, the enemy can't kill you. Like, he, he literally cannot. Like, when the devil came to God about Job. God was like, actually, God was like to the enemy. Actually, I'm gonna get it right. The enemy came to God. He was like, I'm scouring around looking for somebody. You feel me? You got somebody for me. And the Lord said, yo, 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 bruh. 
have you considered my servant Job, though? He was like, yeah, I tried him. But you got a little hedge of protection around him, so I can't do nothing. And the Lord said, oh, you think it's my protection that's the reason why he serves me. You think it's my protection that's the reason why he, he worships me. You think it's my protection that's the reason why he gives me the glory and the honor that I deserve. You think it's my protection? You think it's the protection, not the relation? Come on, somebody. He said, all right, bro. All right, then. I'm going to put the hedge down. When I tell you, God told this, this, this demon, this devil, Lucifer, Satan, I don't know what to call him, the enemy. He told him, do whatever you may, do whatever you want, but don't touch. Mm, I felt that one. Don't touch one hair on his head. There's a lot in that. There's a lot, a lot in that. One Chaos may be going around on around you, and it may look like it's affecting you, but just because you're in the presence of it doesn't mean that it has power over you, doesn't mean that it has control over you, doesn't mean that you're actually being affected by it. We can be in the midst of something, like in the in the same vicinity or the atmosphere of everything that the but it's it's not even it's not touching you like you think it is you think it's affecting you you think it's making you sad you think it's it's you know bringing out all of these terrible things within you you think it's testing your faith and it's just like nah bro this is this is this is external like this this is external things that's going on. It's not touching you. And I think that's really where we we got to get to a place where we recognize how some storms really are only distractions to get us off of our faith in God. Really, that's sometimes what they are. Like you you you're not really being afflicted by anything. It's just everything else that's going on around you is falling apart or it's, you know, people are leaving your lives or jobs are being lost or houses or cars or whatever the case may be. Like, that's all external. And that's really why we have to be rooted in God. When the Bible says, I want to be like a tree planted by the living water, like when you're planted, like you're rooted which means it goes deeper. It's it's there's more to it. It's not just what you see above ground. So when, you know, storms come and when the wind blows or the seasons change or whatever happens, that doesn't affect the fact that I'm rooted. That doesn't move, it doesn't shift my position because I'm rooted in God. But the other thing was that he couldn't hurt him. Everything else, everyone else around him. Yes, but Job himself, he couldn't touch. Like, I think that, and you know, I was reading uh, Job. And one of the things that really did baffle me was literally the reason why God allowed, because that's what it is, the permission of God 
to do things that the enemy can do to us is because of your relationship with him and you know i used to be one of them christians who thought i'm a christian so <laughs> it's smooth sailing from here baby smooth sailing no troubles no worries i'm going to a place where there's no crying no tears no dying it's gonna be blessings on blessings on blessings on blessings on blessings that may be the case but then blessings on blessings on blessings on blessings on blessings sometimes come from the pressing. Sometimes come from the Garden of Gethsemane. Sometimes come from laying yourself on the altar, being a living sacrifice, allowing God to get the glory out of your life. And sometimes the way he wants to get the glory out of your life will shake the foundation of your life and will have you wondering where is he what is he doing is his hand still on me and it is but i don't understand because why am i going through if his hand is still on me why am i going through we don't always understand how god chooses to get the glory and that's not our responsibility. Our job isn't to understand how he's going to do what he wants to do. Our job is simply to trust and obey. Trust that no matter what he gives the enemy permission to or for, obeying what he's called us to do and what he's told us to do and just believing that the God who allowed it is the God who still has authority over it. Like, he, the devil literally could not do anything without the permission of God. And if God still gave the permission, if he allowed it, he still has authority over it. At any moment, he could just send his word and then immediately it stops. But what if God doesn't let it stop immediately? Because if he did, one, you would give yourself the credit for it. You would give other people the credit for it. Or you wouldn't really learn the lesson in it. You wouldn't have the true revelation of who he is. Job was able to come to a new understanding of God as a redeemer, of God as a God of grace and mercy, a God that is a God of compassion, a God that that is is sovereign. He's Lord. Like Job said, naked I came into the world and naked I will leave and I think we if we really had the mindset of Job to understand that everything that I have is God's anyway everything that I have I have on account of God anyway if he wants to take it he can whatever he wants to do with what he's given me he can do that. And if that means taking some people out your life, then he going to take some people out your life. If that means removing you from a certain job to put you in another one so that you can have a greater impact on, on another, another group of people and to have a new influence, 
then he's going to do that. Like, I think we cling on and we hold on to the things that we have as if we got ourselves there or as if we got it ourselves. The job that you had, grace opened the door for you. The position that you have, favor opened the door for you. The house that you're in, provision opened the door for you like there's nothing there is nothing in your life that you can say you cannot say God did it whether you know God or not there is nothing in your life that you can say I got it on my own God didn't give it to me because if you think about it the very breath that you have he's allowed you to have the fact that you woke up this morning he allowed that your life is on account of him So if we have the mindset of Job to recognize that, to understand that if I'm still here, if I'm still alive, then I got to still give him praise. I got to still give him glory. Like imagine if I wonder if Job thought like, dang, my kids all died. Well, Lord, thank you, Jesus, that it wasn't me. Like, I wonder if he had that mindset. But you know what I love about God? You know what I just love about our love and kind father? He didn't leave him in the season of scarcity. He didn't leave him in that season of lack. He didn't take things and then just leave him there. He gave him every, every single thing that he lost 10 times over. I don't know for sure if it was 10 times. I'm pretty sure it was 10 times. But 10 times over. Like, there's... There is beauty in that. Like, if God's going to take something away from you, don't get mad. Don't get sad. Get glad. I'm just kidding. Uh, don't get bad. Don't get sad. Don't get frustrated. Don't fear. Don't start doubting. Don't start, you know, you know, being like, God, why me? Why me? Like if he's taking something away, give him the praise. Okay. Because that only means that it's something else that he wants to make room for, for you to receive. And in order for it to fit into your life, he had to remove certain things I feel like a lot of the blessings that God is holding up for us in heaven can't fit in our lives because of all of the clutter that we have allowed and that we have given ourselves access to there's a lot of things like we've we gave ourselves access to like we allowed it to have access to us and it's just like, why? <laughs> I, I'm i really at a point, like, I don't, I don't, I don't want anything that's not endorsed by God. Like, whether that's a relationship, that's a job, like, it's a house, it's a car, it's a position, whatever the case may be. If God's stamp of approval isn't on it, what is the point? What is the purpose? What am I doing? Like, because if if God's hand isn't on it, it's not blessed. 
And I want to walk in the fullness of everything that God has for me. Because there's there's just joy in that. Like, I, I, you can work so hard and work and work and work and work and work and work to achieve everything that you have or everything that you want. And then you get it and it's just like, oh. But when you seek God first and you seek the kingdom first and you ask him, all right, God, what's what do you want from me today? How can I please you? How can I be of service to you and your people today? And you start having like a a kingdom mindset where it's not about me. Like that's that's what humility is. That's what submission is. That's what it means to put yourself on the altar when you put yourself on the altar when you make yourself a living sacrifice you are literally dying of flesh you are killing your own desires your own will your own dreams and you are allowing for God to refine you and renew your mind so that the things that you desire now become his desires your will now becomes his will so you and God are on the same track where you have the yearning and the longing to want what he wants for you. And I just, I just, that's just where I want to be. Like, I don't want to be anywhere where God's not. I don't want to be in anything where God's not. I'm tired of giving people access to my life when they weren't sent by God. Like, if you're not sent by God, bye. <laughs> bye. You got to go. <laughs> I'm going to pray for you. I'm going to love on you. May the blessings of the Lord rest upon you. Have peace. But you, you, and I don't, let me correct myself. Because a lot of people think, you you can't always be cutting people off. What if they're the ones you're supposed to be, like, ministering to? I don't, I don't mean that. Like, I mean the people in your circle, circle. Like, and I don't mean, like, your circle. I mean, like, the three. You know, Jesus had his disciples. Then he had, you know, the, the, some of them in, in, in the little group group. But there was, was it three or was it two? I think it was Peter and John. There was another one. Peter, John, and someone else. Peter, Peter James, and John. Was it Peter, James, and John? I, I feel in my spirit was Peter, James, and John. Peter, James, and John. I'm just going to, Peter, James, and John. He took them to go with him to pray like you have to be cognitive of the compartments that one people are in the ones that you have put them in and the ones that God designed for them to be in you can't just be putting anybody in any any type of compartment in your life I wasn't meant to be what 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 you made him be he was he was meant he was no Okay, just no. Just no. But yeah, I'm just I'm just that's just where I am. Like I I want to I, I want to have the heart of Job. I want to have the mindset of Job. I want to have Job, man. Job had some faith. Like this 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 man. He he had a different type of faith. Like his faith was was it was indescribable 
okay because I can't find words so I'm just gonna say it was undescribable like there's no way to describe the level of faith that he had like you lost everything my guy every single thing except for your little wife who honestly she could have gone too if you asked me but you didn't but you lost everything and he said though he slay me yet will I trust him that really is my question to you though he slay you though he bring you through those valleys though he bring you in front of the faces of those giants and mountains though those storms are raging though things aren't going the way that you wanted the way that you planned doors aren't opening the way that you thought that they would or they should uh, you know you're not you know in relationships that you thought that you wanted or positions in your job whatever the case may be promotions you don't have the house the car though he he slay you everything goes against what you thought he was and it shifts your perspective and it it it, it kind of rattles you a little bit though he slay you like will you still trust him in the face of everything that you're going through will you stand flat-footed and say i trust you I trust that you have my ultimate best interest in mind. I trust that you know every single plan that you have for me and their plans to prosper me, their plans not to harm me, their plans to give me hope and to give me a future. It may seem like there's not a future in where you currently are, but there is. There is a future. There is a hope after this will you trust him though he slay you I want to pray for you God thank you for the revelation of who you are that even though hard times come you are one still sovereign to god and three in control that nothing surprises you that nothing lord god comes as a shock to you that regardless of where we are lord god in our faith heavenly father in our journey of life you heavenly father know the plans that you have for us that you will use and work everything heavenly father for our good lord god and i pray right now in this moment for your people that you would give them a renewed faith a renewed trust and belief in you lord god that regardless of what the situation may look like they focus on who you are they focus on what you are that you lord god are a keeper of your promises that you will never leave them that you will never forsake them that you are the great i am heavenly father i ask right now that you just encourage them that your peace lord god that surpasses all understanding rest heavenly father on their spirits on their hearts and on their minds lord god that they cast every single one of their cares on you because you love us because you care about us so much so to the point where you sent your son to die on the cross for us lord god i ask that as they walk into this week as they walk into this day heavenly father that they find joy in the things heavenly father that the enemy sent to trouble them i ask lord god that you heavenly father 
go before them, that you pave the way that they find favor among you, that they may find it among men. Heavenly Father, I pray for each and every one of them, Lord God, those who are wavering in their faith, wavering, Heavenly Father, in their belief in you, that you will, Lord God, visit them, that they will have an intimate moment with you, Heavenly Father, where they recognize that everything that you are doing, you are doing on purpose, for purpose, so that you, Lord God, may be lifted up, glorified, and magnified. Heavenly Father, thank you for loving us. Thank you for keeping us. Thank you for protecting us. Thank you for being a friend, a comforter, Lord God. We trust you. We honor you. We bless you in your matchless son's name. Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen.